the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It's the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. And my telephone number is still the same. I can't believe it. 23 years. It's been 877 Bob Live. 877 262 5483. And uh, I always love hearing from our listeners. I caught a little bit of the press conference down in Jacksonville, Florida after the tragic shooting of three black individuals by a white supremacist, racist, who then turned the gun on himself and killed himself. Um, The uh, governor of Florida was there. He was booed, disrespected. He was trying to give sympathy to the families of those that were killed, um, demand justice. Um, But the liberal progressive left will never, ever miss an opportunity for their own political purposes. And one of the political purposes of the liberal progressive left is gun control. They want to get all guns, not just some guns. Oh, Bob, that's crazy. No, no, no. They want to get all guns out of the hands of American citizens. Um, so anyway, um, the governor, uh, Governor DeSantis, made comments. And then the sheriff of that county, uh, I should remember, what county it is, Joy and I have been to Jacksonville on many occasions. But anyway, the sheriff, T.K. Waters, approached the podium. Sheriff T.K. Waters is a black man. And he is about to address a terrible racist event in his own community. And I was curious to see what he would say. He spoke words of comfort to the families of those that were lost. He condemned what happened. And then he said this, and I quote, The story is always about guns. The story is always about guns. But it is people that are bad. This guy was a bad guy. He acted on, quote, a disgusting ideology of hate against black people. 
He said the the story, uh, yeah, the story is always about guns. The story is really people are bad. I have no idea the spiritual background of this sheriff, but it sounds like he has a biblical worldview, and most of you know what that means. A biblical worldview does not begin with the inherent goodness of mankind, but the inherent fallen nature of mankind, the inherent wickedness of the heart of man, which is what Scripture says. So again, I don't know what his spiritual background is, but he says, and I quote, people are bad. This guy was a bad guy who acted on a disgusting ideology of hate to black people. And then he said this, if I could take my gun off right now and lay it on this counter, nothing will happen. It will just sit there. But as soon as a wicked person grabs a hold of that handgun and starts shooting people with it, there's the problem. The problem is the individual. Wicked people, bad people, fallen people, it is not an inanimate object like a gun. Now, do we have a gun problem? Kind of, sort of, but we have a people problem. Here in Columbus, Ohio, a 13-year-old child shot a 15-year-old child and killed them. Now, we got a problem. But guns have always been around, at least in our lifetime. I've, I've told this story before. Forgive the repetition, but it illustrates what I'm trying to say. Now, I grew up in Southern California. Uh, my dad had a couple of twenty-two rifles in our home. Uh, he taught me how to shoot them and so forth. I never once even thought about taking that gun and hurting someone. Or t- It was his gun. I would dare. I, are you kidding me? I wouldn't take that gun. I wouldn't touch it without my dad's permission. And then this we were in Southern California, in the L.A. area, but all my family's from Missouri. And every summer we would go to my grandpa's farm in Mount Vernon, Missouri, not Mount Vernon, Ohio. And we would spend quite a bit of the summer there on my grandpa's farm. Well, my grandpa was a farmer. He had a big glass gun case right in the dining room. That's been a long, long time ago, and I don't remember exactly what kind of guns they were. He had at least two twenty-twos because he let me shoot the twenty-two. But he had shotguns. He had he had a couple of antique guns. He had pistols, and they were all in that glass case in the dining room. It wasn't locked. And then I loved, I loved, I loved going to Dairy Queen with my grandpa. We'd hop in his pickup truck, drive down the gravel road into Mount Vernon, and we would go to the Dairy Queen, and I would get a dilly bar. That's what I always got. I got a dilly bar. 
and you'd pull into the parking lot of the Dairy Queen, and it would be filled with pickup trucks, farm community, rural community, pickup trucks. And most of them had a gun rack in the back window. And most of them had guns in the gun rack. And I would assume that many, if not most of them, were loaded. Windows were down. Doors were not locked. And yet there were no shootings. It didn't happen. Well, what has changed between then and now? Have guns changed? Not really. I mean, the basic structure of a gun has not changed for a hundred years. Different sizes, different kinds of ammunition, and so on. But they're guns. We've always had guns. So if guns have not changed, what has changed? Our culture, our society, our sense of morality, our sense of right and wrong. The family structure, men in the family teaching their children right and wrong, women in the family teaching right and wrong. The gun is not the problem. The problem is the person holding the gun. And we do have a terrible, terrible problem. But we're having the most amount of gun violence in cities with the most stringent gun laws. Take a look at Chicago. This uh, Jacksonville sheriff, I don't know anything about him except it looks like he has a biblical worldview and he understands. You blame the individual. You deal with the heart of men and women. That is the problem. And if you took every gun away, wicked, evil people will find ways to hurt other people. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bobberney Live. It's uh, 21 minutes after the top of the hour, and my telephone number is 877 Bob Live, 877 262 5483. I love to defer to the phones, and uh, in Grove City, we've got Seth on the line. Seth, thanks so much for calling. Welcome. You're on the air. How you doing, Bob? Seth, I am well. I am blessed. Thank you for asking. Good. Yeah, so uh, back to the story with the Jacksonville Sheriff and yeah. the gun violence and uh-huh. bad people. Um, listen, I just think if, if the liberal left had their way, right, and to take away all the guns, you know, to actually completely change the Constitution and take that away, um, you know, listen, there, there's black market there's you know guns are cheap uh would they would still come it would still cause violence they would still you know cause harm to people that are trying to do the right thing but if we back up in a historical perspective and look at you know pearl harbor and world war ii on december 7th 
the reason the Japanese didn't invade our homeland after that is because they were fearful of the amount of of guns that were supported within the home, right? And yeah. they, they said, you know, the admirals and generals said that they were fearful of the homeowners know how to use them, you know, and that's 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 our right, that's our freedom, that's what God has provided, and and I support that one hundred percent. You protect what God has given you. Well, to your point of even if they took all the guns away, the bad people would find them. A very quick story. Um, I don't know how long you've been listening to the program, but uh, for a long time, I went to the country of Moldova every year, every summer, usually the end of July, 1st of August. And I spoke at a wonderful youth camp about 45 minutes outside the capital of Moldova. Did that, I don't know, 20, 21 times. I think it was the next to the last time I was there. I don't think it was the last time. Uh, I spoke during the week, and all week long, Moldova is a very poor country, and if the kids have cars, they're old junk heaps that they drive, and the parking lot there at the camp was filled with old junky cars. In the parking lot was this late model, very nice Mercedes, black Mercedes with tinted windows, very dark windows. Well, I learned very quickly in Moldova, if you see a late model Mercedes with dark tinted windows, it's the Russian mafia. Very, very active in the country of Moldova. And all week long, I thought, hmm, do we have somebody from the mafia here at camp, you know? And I need to back up. Moldova, having been a communist country, part of the Soviet Union, very, very, very rigid gun laws. The average citizen cannot own a gun in Moldova. No, nope, 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 nope. You don't, you don't get a gun. All right. So we go through all of camp, and uh, Friday night of camp, last night of camp, a whole bunch of the young people came forward and gave their hearts to Christ, a whole large number of them. And uh, it was just a wonderful, wonderful service. On Saturday, uh, it was either Saturday or Sunday, early in the morning, we went to the airport and I came back to America. I had no sooner returned back to America from Moldova than the camp director in Moldova contacted me and said, I've got to tell you what happened on Saturday. The camp director, a wonderful man by the name of Mihai, had one of the young people, a young adult, come up to him and say, um, you got to go with me. Would you get in my car with me and go with me? It was that black Mercedes. Well, the camp director said, well, yeah, okay. So they get in the car and they drive out into the country. And while they're driving out in the country, this young man, the driver, says, I have been living in the world, terrible sin, and I've been involved in the mafia. Last night, I gave my heart to Jesus Christ. And he says, I got to do something. And they drove way out in the country. They got out. He pops open the trunk. The trunk was filled with guns. And he said, I want to destroy all of them. And together, they destroyed all of those guns way out in the country somewhere. But to... to to speak to your point, you can't get a gun in Moldova unless you're one of the bad guys. 
Well, he was one of the bad guys and had a whole trunk full of guns, and they, they were in the trunk all week long at camp. I didn't know that. I'm glad I didn't. But it's true. And that's what they've done in communist countries. They have taken all of the guns away, and therefore the only people that have the guns are the bad guys. And we can't allow that to happen here. No, no. And and that's, and that's kind of to your point, right? And, and the way that society is going, wrong is right, right is yeah. wrong. Yeah. That is, that is the way that they want to basically the government and the politicians and the authorities, figures in this nation want to brainwash us into believing, you know? Yeah. Um, the, the things going on with Trump, that's unprecedented, unprecedented. It indeed it is. Subject, but it, it goes down that same line of the brainwashing of the manipulation. And it's, it's, it's just not the constitution American way. Well, and I think there are two motives. Some people are just ignorant and they, they do not possess a biblical worldview. They believe that everybody is inherently good and you just have to treat people nice and encourage people and say nice things to them and give them a lot of money and they'll be okay, which of course is absolutely false. But then we have others that are not ignorant. They're just evil. They're wicked. And they want power. And the only way they can get power is control. And they get control by taking away all the weapons. And they will lie through their teeth to give the public reasons why you should give up your weapons to us because we know better than you. You trust us with the weapons because we can't trust you. And it's wrong, It's and it's certainly absolutely unconstitutional. But Seth, to the liberal left, the Constitution is just a piece of paper that you obey when it's convenient and with you agree. If you don't agree with it, you don't have to obey it. That is correct. All right, Seth, good to talk to you. Thanks so much for the call. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. All right. God bless you. All right. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.